everybody welcome back this is cassandra and this is Carmen. and we're too, too good, good to, to be, be true. true and this is the week where we do our fraud film and we're gonna be talking about a movie it's not really about like it's not fraud about as in like money money but like somebody basically being deceptive yeah she's the fraud she, she herself is the fraud, is the fraud. <laughs> yeah but before we start, I'm going to talk about one of my friends actually just sent me, like, literally just a couple of hours ago, a scam attempt. She reached out to somebody who had a rental okay. listed. And so she reached out to him and she's like, can you tell me more about, you know, the rental? And do you allow pets? Because I have a dog. And mm -hmm. more specifically, she has a pit bull mix. And you know how some landlords are weird about pits. About so, well, there some landlords are weird about pets in general. Yeah, but. well, a lot of landlords are weird about pets in general. But then there's some places that, like, even really entire towns, that have ordinances bulls. about pit bulls yeah. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So she asked that question, and he was he didn't really answer it. And then she was like, okay, well, I have this pit bull mix, and I am not willing to part with her, so I need to know what your pet policy is. And then she Googled the address, and she's like, why is it up for sale if you're renting it? And he was like, it's not up for sale. It was recently up for sale. I just purchased it. And she was like, no, it was listed less than two weeks ago by a woman, not you, a man. And he was like, no, the previous owner sold it. And he did this and he did that. And she was like, she, it's a woman. According to all of the property documents, all of the it's always been a woman. She's seen stated a woman. And it's okay. currently up for sale not just sold and right. he kept like like kind of skirting around it and everything and and still wouldn't answer the pet question and she was like yep this is a common scam i'm out bye so you know thank god that she's smart enough to to realize to realize that that's a scam that's happening and to google the address like she did everything that she should have done in this scenario exactly because that is a thing that i've seen it i've seen it picking up this is the first person i have known personally to actually have right. it happen to them but i have seen it uh more often in news articles and stuff that i'm seeing online where people will list fraudulent rental things and say that it's theirs and it's really not theirs like either it's in this case it's a home that's being sold or it's a home that's vacant that they claim is theirs, that they but, claim it's is really theirs but it's really theirs. not theirs. Yeah. Or it's just some other scenario where they have an opportunity to scam people out of it. I mean, even if it's not even a legitimate place, they'll still scam you out of the background check fee and right. the they'll application fee. Right, they'll just take that little bit of money and they'll just And run. just keep doing that to yeah. people to over and over people. and over and over. Yeah. So in this case, it was a home that was up for sale, so soon to probably be vacant. And he was going to collect an application fee, a background check fee, probably get all kinds of personal information from her, from like you. her name and yeah. her social and all that kind of stuff. And then That's possibly even get to a point where he actually rented it out to her. And maybe he would have been collecting like $1,000 in rent or something for a home that's not, not even, even his. his. Crazy. 
that's so insane. i mean yeah guys um when you come across you know a rental do your own due diligence you know check yeah. the property check records it out. check all the because that stuff is is public knowledge it's public yeah. information you can check who owns the mortgage or who owns the deed you know if it's paid off right that kind of stuff you can see who owns what before you go paying and obviously that's way more common in private rentals you're not going to come across that for the most part in like an apartment complex like i live in but right. you know if you're going to go to a private rental before you pay anything to anybody you know check things Definitely out for yourself check everything and, out. Yeah. and just know your rights you know as as a tenant and as somebody that's applying for an apartment and know that most landlords are not going to collect any fees from you until you've already seen the place and decided that you're going to take it because they're not no one's going to run a background check on somebody that they're not going to rent to Exactly. There's no point in doing There's that. No it's a that. waste of money for everyone involved. Yeah. So, you know, they're not going to be trying to collect fees and stuff from you until you've already decided, hey, I want this. Even this place where I'm living, they didn't, you know. They said there's a $40 application fee, but you don't pay it until, you know, you sign the lease until and consent lease to move in and here. And you're, like, literally physically... Yeah, at that point, I signed... In front of somebody. You know, signed the lease, I paid the deposit, yeah. I paid the application fee and everything but i obviously wasn't going to pay any of that until i was set to move in mm -hmm. so you know guys just know that's going around right if it, if it doesn't seem legit then if it seems too sketchy to be true <laughs> yeah i was gonna say if it seems a little you know it's a little sus sus you know you don't want to get yourself involved in that anyway moving into our movie which i have seen like four or five times now because i love it so you know spoiler alert my rating for this is a five star for i sure. love this movie yeah i just I, love it i i thought it was interesting i had never seen it before but um we're gonna talk about a movie called ingrid goes west and it's our girl aubrey plaza yeah love her she's great i love her it's it's very it's an interesting movie let's yeah. just say that. so we'll just start off um yeah. we'll just die right into it yeah. so starting off it's about obviously a girl named ingrid, ingrid. and she's played by aubrey plaza <laughs> ingrid I, was, I don't know why i had to mention that because just because it just sounds so goofy whenever they Thorburn. say it <laughs> It yeah. just doesn't sound... So Ingrid was living with her mother who was ill, and her mother passed away, and so Ingrid got money, you know, as yeah, one does, as long as, money you know, you, you yeah. have a will set up and life insurance and whatever. It's pretty clear that her mother had been ill with a, an illness for a while, for a while because she had like a, hospice a hospital bed. bed in the house. Right. Yeah. So... You know, Ingrid's living in this house with her mom. She doesn't have a job. She's not working. She's not really doing anything, anything. in her life. She's she just very lonely. Yeah, she's just kind of aimless at this point, and she's mm -hmm. mindlessly scrolling. She definitely has a phone addiction. Definitely she's, has a phone addiction. She's on Instagram a lot, and she finds these people on Instagram that she kind of connects with i mean not necessarily in a real connection where they're friends but she yeah i wouldn't and i wouldn't necessarily say she idolizes them either necessarily no it's just she like a parasocial just, relationship yeah that she kind of creates with them it's like in her mind she creates this friendship with them like they're that really close, doesn't exist but it she doesn't even know them they don't know her it doesn't right. really exist and, and when we start she's kind of obsessing over this girl named charlotte yeah and what had happened with charlotte 
was that Ingrid had posted about her mother's passing and Charlotte had commented and been like, I'm really sorry about your loss. And that right. was it for Ingrid. That's it. Just that one time. Yeah, that one interaction. She decided yeah. that, you know, they have a meaningful connection. She's developed an attachment. Well, Charlotte is getting married. And, of course, she didn't invite Ingrid. She didn't invite because, Ingrid because she doesn't really know yeah, her. she doesn't know her. Why would she invite her to her wedding? Yeah. So. Ingrid, she sees all the posts on Instagram about Charlotte's wedding day, and she's upset that she wasn't invited, so she grabs her pepper spray. Why does Aubrey Plaza always have pepper spray? Yeah. That is a repeating pattern. Aubrey. She had pepper spray Aubrey, in the other are you all right, girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, she grabs the pepper spray. She goes to Charlotte's wedding, and she confronts her, and she's like, thanks for the invite, bitch. She and... legit bought a dress just like the bridesmaids. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but she's legit wearing a dress just exactly like the bridesmaids. And she goes to the wedding, She's and she sprays, you know, Charlotte. And, of course, this results in the police being called and charges being pressed because, you know, that's insane. And, you know, next thing we, we see is, is Ingrid in, in a mental facility. In a mental facility, a mental health facility. And, you know, she's not strapped down with any type of restraints or uh straight jackets or anything no it's a very like you know chill kind of yeah it seems seems like she's getting group therapy she's doing meditation she's learning how to handle herself she's got some medications and then of course she ends up getting discharged and she goes back home to her home that she's sharing with her mom and then she's out grocery shopping picking some things up and one of charlotte's friends happens to see her and so she calls charlotte and she's like guess who i see guess who i'm looking at and she's talking about loud enough for everyone to hear including ingrid right yeah (laughs) she's just i mean and if somebody who had done that that's not somebody that i'd be talking about in earshot like that i'd be a little worried what they're gonna do to me Mm -hmm. but this girl's not worried well ingrid leaves the grocery store and keys the girl's car and then she goes home we see some more time passing. Really, all she's doing is she's completely alone. She has no friends. She has nobody calling or texting her. Nothing going on. She's just... She's got nothing going on. She's just crying. She's crying. She's scrolling through Instagram. She's watching TV. She's falling asleep with her phone in her hand. And... It's a really sad situation. Eventually, she stumbles upon somebody else. Some more posts. This girl named Taylor. Taylor. Because I think... I think she had read about Taylor in one of her magazines while she was taking that bath. Like, she's taking a bath and everything. And I don't she, remember that part, Yeah, but there was an article about Taylor. And so she looks Taylor up on Instagram. And she sees her posts, and she's immediately, this is, this is the next one. This is one. her new person. Yeah, this is her she's new person. That she's this person. Yeah, she's obsessed with Taylor. So she sees a post from Taylor about some... I think it was avocado toast avocado or something toast. along those lines. And she's kind of thinking up ways she's to... She's mulling it over, trying to, like... And she literally starts typing, <laughs> and she's, like, trying to think of, like, a good comment to make. And she, like, deletes it, like, three times, and then finally just comments something real basic, like... Is, oh, my even... God, did you make this? <laughs> yes, it's, like, really, like... So, just, just your everyday average comment. So Taylor responds to her. Big mistake, Taylor. And tells yeah. her, no, this is where I got it. If you're ever in L.A., you know, meaning Los Angeles for non-American folk, if you're ever in L.A., go to this place and get this toast. This toast, this avocado toast. And that's all Ingrid needs. <laughs> yeah, that's all the interaction she, she needed. She was like, 
All right. Now, I don't We're know. We're besties. It's not explicitly stated, but I'm assuming she sells the house, and that's where she gets the bulk of the money from. Yeah, they I mean, never really explained that. I know I she's assuming, got life insurance money and stuff, but I'm assuming I she... I was assuming it was life insurance money, but she could have sold the house, too. I'm that assuming she sold the house, because she flat out moves to L.A. immediately. She straight up moves to L.A. Like, it's not like, oh, if you're ever here... No, it's like... like I am oh, going there. I'm, I'm going to be there. Don't Tomorrow, worry. Tomorrow. <laughs> I will be there. So she, I will be there. She goes to L.A. Of course, she needs a place to live, so she wanders into this kind of seems like maybe an open house situation because it doesn't seem like she scheduled an appointment with anybody no she just kind of wandered in wandered like she in. saw but there were other people there yeah. checking out that place too yeah. so i do think it was like some sort of like open house hey come check this place out it's for rent type right. situation and then she that's where she meets dan pinto dan pinto <laughs> who's ice cube jr uh, yeah, I just, I literally, I was like looking up the people that were in this movie. Oh, you didn't know that was I him? I did not. Re- I was like, he looked so familiar. He and looks then, more like Ice Cube than Ice than Cube, Ice Cube. <laughs> Literally. I was like, oh my God, that's his son. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, definitely. He looks just like him. Yep. Crazy. So she talks Dan into renting her the place. And I, I love mean, Dan Pinto. Yes, and it's immediately obvious that Dan is into her. He is into her He's right into her. away. And I think that's a big part of why he was like, all right, fuck all these other people. She gets it. Right. And plus she had cash. She was just she like, I can pay cash. up front. She had a lot of cash. So she rents the place. He tells her his only role is no pets. And she goes about copying and kind of emulating everything that Taylor does. She, whatever she sees Taylor do on Instagram, that's what she's that's doing. That's what she wants to do. So she sees Taylor with blonde hair and at a certain salon. So she goes to that exact salon and she gets blonde hair. And gets hair. the exact thing. And then yeah. she's kind of stalking Taylor. She's going places where Taylor is and she sees Taylor in this shop. I want to call it a bookstore, it's but a it's bookstore. not. It's, I, I don't think it's strictly a bookstore. I think there's like just a lot of shit in there. I don't know. But anyway. She's yeah, looking, you know what? It did have like kind of like random. It had like clothes and stuff. And like it was kind of weird. It was like, so, just like a little shop. Yeah. Yeah. So she's pretending to peruse the books while Taylor is, you know, looking around. And of course, she's not graceful. So she <laughs> drops she that book on the floor. drops things on the ground. And then she ends up leaving with the book in hand not she, realizing like, she didn't pay for it yet. almost tries to leave out the door with the book in her hand. Yeah, so then she ends up getting the book, I think, and then she leaves and that's so when she comes up with this plan. She knows Taylor has this dog. So she finds out where Taylor lives. She goes and she steals, steals Taylor's dog. dog by kind of getting him to come out you know, through the window, she's yeah. Why they left their window open? I don't. Know. I don't know why you would do that. Honestly, I would never leave my window open if I'm not home. Especially if you have a pet, and, and especially if I didn't have a screen and yeah, I had a pet no screen in it, and she has a pet. There's but, no way in hell. I have two cats, and there's no way these bitches are getting out this window when yeah, I am not home. Exactly. And so she steals the dog, and of course Taylor and her husband Ezra they're desperate to find the dog and they're putting out yeah, they're signs. putting up signs everywhere right away so of course ingrid calls they offer a reward and everything and she's like i found your dog she gets ezra and he's like oh thank god you found him and she's like he's like i'll come pick the i'll come pick the dog up she's like no i'll come to you and he's like don't, don't you need, need the address, address? <laughs> like 
She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you know oh, what? shit, Let yeah. me get a pen so I can write it down. But she already she knows, knows where these obviously. bitches live. So she goes and she puts on a nice dress and some makeup and she does her hair and she shows up with the dog and they're so grateful. They want to give her the reward money, but she won't she accept won't it. She won't take it. So they invite her in instead for they're dinner. They're like, let's have dinner. We'll cook you dinner. So this is her in. She comes in. She has dinner and drinks with them. She finds out that Ezra is a quote-unquote artist, which basically Ezra has taken stock photographs and just just like put typeface put over type, them. Like, it's literally just type squad goals. stuff over it. Yeah, he, he squad had, goals. He had a photo. A picture had, of horses. Yeah, he had, like, <laughs> he had like a stock photo of these wild horses running, and he had put squad goals over it. It's the most hideous thing you've ever... Yeah, if you... Imagine the most hideous thing you've ever seen. That's probably what it looks I like. I want to say that nobody should say what is or isn't art because art is subjective. That's true. Art but, is subjective. But... Come on. I do agree that art is subjective, and if you like it, you'll like it. But, but this was just, he used somebody this else's stock image. was the most simple image. thing, and it's not even his. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's one thing to take stock images and whatever and manipulate them into Photoshop or, like, create a collage. You know, at that point, it's still yours. Even if you, okay, so I'm not wild it, yeah. about AI because, you know, it takes away from the art community. But... The yeah. thing is, even if an artist were to use AI as, like, a starting point, as an inspiration, or they take one AI image and they take another AI image and they collage them together, and I don't even know if you can use it as a verb, but put together, that's still your own unique, this, though, is not that. It's not at all. But Ingrid ends up buying one, what was it, $1,500 she paid? Yeah, I think so. It was twelve hundred or fifteen hundred, something like that. She ends up buying. Maybe twelve hundred. She, she ends up buying one of, of Ezra's things art pieces and so now she's really in the good graces and she's developing kind of a pseudo friendship, friendship with taylor yeah. and ezra mainly taylor of course and she meant like mentions like something about needing a truck to move something yeah what is she moving i can't remember honestly i cannot remember but it, it was something... Oh, had, it's because of Joshua Tree. Yeah, I know they had to go to Joshua Tree, but yeah. I can't remember why they needed a truck for Joshua Tree. I don't know. But anyway, she needs a truck for Joshua Tree. Who has a truck but Dan Pinto? Dan Pinto has a truck? So, um, I Ingrid, keep wanting to call her Aubrey, Aubrey because that's no, her name, it's but Ingrid. it's Ingrid. Ingrid goes to Dan and is like practically begging him, and he likes her or whatever. Right, he's sweet on her, that. definitely. He's like hesitant at first because they don't really know each other too well. Plus, Plus, he had plans, and he had she had that dog in the apartment that oh, he yeah, knew about, he did get and he wasn't pleased with that. There, and she lied but about it. Dan yeah. is obsessed with Batman, and he had written a Batman movie script, script and he needed yeah. somebody to play Catwoman. So he gets Ingrid to agree to be Catwoman in exchange for borrowing the truck, truck. as long as she has it back by I think it was six p.m. Yeah. So she agrees, and she takes the truck, and she goes, and she gets Taylor, and they drive out to Joshua Tree. But on the way, there's car trouble, and they have to stop at this shop and get the truck fixed, fixed. and everything. And then they go to Joshua Tree, and they end up finding cocaine in the dash, in the dash of, the truck. of the truck. So they do the cocaine. <laughs> they did a lot of things. And on the way back... 
shit went sideways. They, they fast made a lot of stops. They did a lot of partying. It took way too long. It took way too long. And Ingrid ends up running into the guardrail with the truck and scratching the side all to hell. And yeah. it's, you know, at this point, Dan has called her a million times and she hasn't picked up and he's reporting the truck as stolen. And they finally get back like the next morning and the police are there. And Dan is, of course, understandably pissed. And <laughs> he sees the truck is all, you know, damaged oh, and everything. Yeah. And he's freaking out. And then he's like, is there anything else you want to tell me? And she's like, yeah, we did all the cocaine in your dad. <laughs> With the cops standing <laughs> the cops right, right there. there. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. Say that a little up. louder, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I can't believe he didn't at any point just be like you know what i've had enough i've had enough of you he really likes her like yeah. he puts up a, a lot of shit i mean and they did hook up at one point you know they have a little bit of role play going on he's batman she's Catwoman. oh yeah that part was funny that part was weird but luckily they don't show a lot of stuff yeah and also like she lied to taylor like she said that dan was like her boyfriend but right he's not Really, not yet, anyway. Right. And so Taylor invites them, of course, to this party because her brother Nikki is in town. And Nikki is like a drug addict. He's so obnoxious, also. Not just a drug addict, he's like just an over asshole. the top asshole, annoying. Yeah, he's really belligerent. I'm yeah. not a Nikki fan. No. And they have everybody over and they're kind of grilling and they have the pool and everything. And and they're teasing her and shit and stuff, too. Like, oh, joking, saying her boyfriend's imaginary because they've never seen him. Right. And so she shows up with Dan, and that's, you know, her boyfriend. And Nikki is, like, enamored with Dan. He loves him. They hit it off right away. Yeah, which she's not happy about because she can't stand Nikki. Nikki is an ass. And at one point, she gets into her phone by typing in her passcode and Nikki is behind her, and he takes note of what the passcode is. So at some point, while her phone is unattended, which this is rare with Ingrid, but her phone's unattended, and Nikki gets into her phone, and he sees all of these pictures where oh, yeah. she had previously just taken all of these pictures of, like, of Taylor and Ezra's bathroom and everything had they had. She wanted to emulate everything that, like, Taylor had. Yeah. She, like... She wanted to be Taylor. Like, yeah, she's kind of single kind of, white femaleing Taylor. It got a little bit. obsessive real quick. And Nikki sees all this and realizes what she's doing, that she's basically a fraud, that she isn't who she says she is, that she's just trying to become right. Taylor, basically. And so, so he's he like, blackmails I'm going to blackmail her... Mm -hmm. So he and, can make money. And he's like, either it's $5,000 a month or I'm telling Taylor. And she's like, I don't have that kind of money. But he's persistent, so she, she pays him the one time. And then that's where it kind of gets a little crazy because they end up then kidnapping Nikki. Yeah, she talks to Dan and she tells Dan that like Nikki's just gone crazy, crazy or like something. Like threatening her and stuff. She doesn't even really explain the situation, like, to the full extent of what it actually was. Because she doesn't want to look Right, she doesn't want Dan. Dan to know the yeah. truth. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, Nikki's lost it, and he... Oh, and she, like, has someone, like, 
punch her to make it look like <laughs> I forgot about her. that part. I forgot about that. I've seen this movie now. so many times and I forgot about this. She walks up to this group of teenage boys yeah. and she's like, "I'll pay you what was it, two hundred dollars? Yeah, if one of me. you will punch me in the face as hard as you can." And the boys yeah. are like, "Hell no!" But there's one that's like, "Okay, sure." So. He does it. She pays him $200 and he punches her in the face. And she has this bruise that she can look authentic to Dan. To Dan and be like, oh, Nikki went crazy. He attacked me. So she talks Dan into this and they, of course, kidnap him. And they take him out somewhere. Somewhere like kind of in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, out there and then he kind of realizes what's going on. But he ends up getting injured to the point where he needs to go to the hospital because of all of this and then we're in the hospital and taylor you know finally hears all about it oh what's yeah. going on taylor's finally clued in to the fact that you know she's complete fraud she's i don't know i don't know if i, I don't want to say catfishing but not necessarily it's like but it's funny though because then she realizes like where she knew her from and how it all started like the comment on the post mm-hmm. and it just kind of all unravels. It just kind of snowballs from yeah. there. And at that point, the friendship ends. And Taylor and Ezra, they don't want her around anymore. And so she's kind of spiraling out because now she's lost the one person that she was trying to be close to. Right. And Ezra and Taylor throw this Halloween party. <laughs> and Oh, gosh. And Ingrid puts on this sheet like she's an old school yeah confused about that okay that's what i thought yeah and she puts on this like old school look and there's the plain white sheet just a plain white sheet ghost costume so no one could tell who she is right but she ends up it comes off at one point and ezra's like angry (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are you doing like we told you you can be here and she's like i was just trying to charge my phone Well, I mean, to be fair, she did kind of use up all her money. Uh-huh. And she lost her electricity. Like, she had, she was kind of at, she was at her lowest point. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, we're, we're we've hit rock bottom at We've this hit point. rock bottom here. Wandering around at a Halloween party at Joshua Tree with Trying a bunch of people that. electricity. Yeah, with a bunch of people that don't like you or care for you because you've done pissed them off. Trying to find somewhere Here's to plug the thing your phone. I don't in. understand. If somebody is that like insane to me, to where they're trying to be me and they're being weird about everything, why don't these people utilize the block button? Yeah, why they wouldn't, like, that's why wouldn't what, you block her so that she can't that's possibly what I didn't know what you're doing? Either. Yeah, it's like block her, then she can't see what you're doing for one. But also, like they let her call them like a hundred million dozen times. times. She filled up the whole voicemail box yeah. with all these crazy messages, and like block her, block her. Then the yeah. calls won't even. Then come you don't through. get the calls, and you won't have all these voicemails. I, I mean, she was you'll leaving... still get the voicemails, but they'll be well, filtered yeah, into like a blocked. Yeah, but she was leaving voice message after voice message after voice message, like pleading. Until <laughs> finally, Ezra picked up the phone and was like, "You need to leave us alone, right? We don't back want to talk off." To you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. So she goes to this party, and, of course, they find out it's her, and they tell her that she's not welcome there, and she leaves. And at this point, like I said, she hits rock bottom, so she goes home. She basically had nothing left. She's sitting in the dark. 
She had candles lit. Right. She's like... And she decides that, you know, this is it. This is the end for me. Yeah, this is the last straw. So she gets on Instagram and she makes a post saying her goodbyes about how she's tired of trying so hard to be liked and how nobody really cares for her and she has no one and she she doesn't know what's wrong with her. Well, she does admit that she has a problem, but she doesn't know what's wrong with her and that she did, you know, kind of go after these people like kind of obsess over these people mm-hmm. and that she did lie and that she was being fake yeah this is the most real ingrid this is the been. most honest and genuine she's ever been yeah and then she takes an overdose of her medication and she lays down prepared to die and next thing we know she wakes up in the hospital because None other than Dan Pinto, Dan Pinto had seen her post <laughs> and called 911 and got her to a hospital and saved her. And she wakes up and the first thing she says immediately is, where's my phone? Where's my phone? So they Well, because now that she's not dead, she mm-hmm. wants to see, like, hey, what happened with this video? Well, not only that. I don't even think it was that. I think it was just, like... She's you just know, obsessed is, with is her phone. Is Taylor like, unblocking me? And yeah, stuff, it was like she's so obsessed me. with her phone for one, yeah. but also like she wanted to see if Taylor saw it. Yeah, and, and she needs to see, yeah. you know, if Taylor's going to let sense. her back in. And yeah. She needs to see if she can form another attachment somewhere. And then, you know, Dan rolls in because he's also injured. He also was injured from the night that they kidnapped Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> and so Dan comes rolling in. And he's like, listen, Ingrid, um, you're kind of famous now because your video went Went viral. viral. And at that point, um, everybody had seen this video. And there are so many people that felt the same way as Ingrid. They're lonely. They're alone. They're desperate to be liked. They want some form of attachment. They want these relationships. They feel like... They're not good enough. There's something wrong with wrong them. Wrong with them. So yeah. everybody is just connecting with Same. Ingrid. And at this point, they've created a hashtag, a hashtag. that's gone viral. Yeah. Hashtag, I, I am Ingrid. Ingrid. Yeah. And so at the end of the movie, like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it had a wholesome ending. Like, Ingrid, I think, has come to two realizations. One, that she is not the only person that feels like this. True. She may think she is in the moment, but in reality... There's millions of people out there that feel exactly like her. And two, even if it's just one person, even if it's just Dan, she has one person, one person at least in real life that, that has a real connection cares that her. cares about her for who yeah. she is. She's finally got that. She's finally got a real connection, a real attachment, somebody who actually loves her for exactly the person that she is. Yeah, because he was there with her through all of this. And he stuck by her side even after like he got beat up by yeah. Nikki because the crazy they shit kidnapped she put him, him all that crazy shit. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. So it was. I mean, you could see it kind of on her face. I didn't really realized. think about it that way because I was thinking like I kind of didn't like the end. But when you think about it that way, it's like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you you can kind of see I the realization. I wasn't sure as on to her. whether she really had that realization, but now that you're saying that, I kind of like because I was thinking like in my head. That all she cared about was the fact that, like, she went viral mm-hmm. and she got all those likes and yeah. now she got what she wanted. But, I mean, in my head, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, that's kind of meh. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's not the lesson we want. It's not the lesson we want, but I guess I didn't, like, take it as, like, I didn't, 
I think, like, in my mind, I didn't even realize that, like, she really did realize that Dan, like, I was, like, thinking in my head, bitch, you have this real person here that, like, actually genuinely cares about you. Do you not realize this? But maybe I didn't make the connection that she came to that realization. I think she did. In my mind, as the story continues after the movie is over, I feel like her and Dan stay together. Right. They develop a real relationship. She gets some mental help. Help. More mental help. She She understands what's going on. Maybe she even gets a diagnosis. I don't know. But, I would like to see and that. And then, you know, I would like to see her making amends with Taylor and her and Taylor develop a genuine Genuine, friendship. actual friendship. Yeah. Yeah, that would I mean, be maybe nice. that doesn't happen, but I feel, nice at least, I feel at least Dan definitely sticks around. Oh, yeah. He Dan, definitely does. Yeah, Dan really was like, he's, I don't even want to say he liked her. I feel like Dan was like immediately in love with her. I think that was like a love at first sight Yeah, thing. it was like he just saw her and he just was just immediately like drawn to her. It was kind of like, crazy. That's it. That's my girl. The, as crazy as she is, that's that's the one. Yeah. So, I don't <laughs> that's know. That's probably what my husband thinks every day. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's just like, this crazy bitch this is mine. This crazy bitch. <laughs> She's all mine. She's insane, but I love her. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, as always, guys, uh, I guess if it seems too, too good, good to be, to be true, true, it, it is. is. And and what would you rate it? I, I would say, like, four and a half. Yeah, four it was or a five. movie. Like, I was kind of iffy about the ending, like I said, but now that we sat here and talked it out, I, I, I think it was good. Yeah, and I got a girl crush on Audrey Plaza, so... You know, yeah. there's that. But um, I think Spotify, so you're not going to get this option if you don't listen to us on Spotify, unfortunately. But Spotify does allow you to do like a Q&A or a poll. And I think I'm going to do a poll on this one that, okay. you know, what movie do you think we should do next? Do next time? Kind of yeah, because we're kind of like, a like Q&A. I kind of have ideas. one in mind. Okay. I'm wondering if we want to do maybe Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. But, you know, I'll... I'll you know, pose the question on what you guys think we should do for our next one. And then we'll try to get better at, it's not, it's not so much as I don't want to tell people what we're doing in advance. It's just that my mind is so scattered. I forget. And I'll try to get better at mentioning what movie oh, we're going yeah. to do yeah. in the episode prior to prior us doing to it, it. So that if they haven't seen it, you can, can check it out. Watch it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've been kind of shitty about, about that, that, but I'm going to try to be better about that. So you guys can actually, you know, know what we're doing ahead of time and watch it so yeah i didn't think you, about yeah so you can follow along but if you want to follow us on our social media we're on facebook at too good to be true podcast we're on instagram and tiktok at too good to be true pod if you want to email us we're at uh, too good to be true pod at outlook.com also if you go to our main page which is linked in the show notes. You can leave us a voice message if you want. You can also support us monetarily if you want to give us a little monthly tip. And I think that's all we've got. So thanks for listening again. Bye. Bye. I had the human trafficking stupid fucking social media thing come up today at work. I saw. Well, okay, so my one coworker, she's like, my sister shared this post and said that um, people were putting drugs on tissues. Like, if you go out to your car at a gas station 
and there's a tissue on your door handle, don't touch it because it's laced with drugs to knock you out so they can traffic you. And I just shut it down right away. I was like, that's false. I was like, that is false. And I like Dwight shrewded it. I was like, false. 